What's up, guys? Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. We are so glad to have you. I want to introduce the people in the room. We've got a fantastic week for you. Standing beside me is the bearded, bald-headed wonder. (laughs) From down under, my good friend, Jameson the Man Fowler. Hey there. (laughs) I was expecting an Australian accent. (laughs) G'day. Brad Brad never gives me a chance to introduce him, but here we go. So, (laughs) (laughs) The red-headed... What's our what's our new name for him? Uh, Sassy, Sassy Wiggles. Wiggles. <laughs> Sassy Wiggles. Hey, at least it killed the whole uni- unicorn. unicorn thing. Well, <laughs> apparently not. Never mind. I feel like I'd rather be called a unicorn than for- Sassy Wiggles. Former. Yeah. I did. I did both of them myself. So. Former drum major of Arab High School marching band and our social media awesome guy, Brad Hudson. Go Knights. That's right. Also in the room, we have the man that pushes the buttons, the man that does all the wonderful magical things that makes this place magical, fantastic, the man Steven Spiegel. Hey guys, how's it going today? And then we have one of the greatest honors ever, having FCA in the studio with us, Eric Robertson. Say hey man. Yeah, we have a celebrity in the studio, so we're kind of a big deal today. Also coming in the studio today, we have the Albertville Aggies marching band. They'll be here. The whole band is no. in the studio today. <laughs> that would be insane. That'd be great. That'd be way too loud. That would be like 300 people. So that's not happening. We'd have a real band in here. It'd be great. <laughs> wow. It's so, going to get good today. Yeah, it's going to be a great day. A really great day. Somebody's calling us right now, so it's fantastic. Hey, if they ask about like... You know, your credit card debt? Uh, let me talk to him. <laughs> Hello, we are calling in concern about your car's extended warranty. Yeah, right. or that I or didn't the, have. The, <laughs> the first thing that you hear when you when you pick the phone, don't hang up. Yeah. We have exciting... Yeah, right. Okay. Hey, is Jerry there? Who? Here, look, I'll just talk to you. Like, Why would you want to talk to me if I'm not Jerry? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not yeah. a normal thing that ever happens. Yeah. You never, like, call somebody, get the wrong number, and say, you know what? I'll just talk to you since you're here. That's yeah. not a thing that happens. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I got a phone call today. It says... Please hang up. Uh, please don't hang up. We're not selling you anything. And then it goes into trying to sell me something. This is terrible, guys. So I can't so, trust anybody. I know. So, so unforgettable. So we all so hate telemarketers. Alive. If there's any telemarketers out there, one, I uh, don't envy you. Two, I feel bad for you. Three, Jesus, do something you, else. But that's it. Do something else. <laughs> uh, anyway. Hey, Stephen, we're going to go to... I went there. Memes. Oh yeah, meme okay. of the week. Let's do that. Let's go. Meme of the meme. <laughs> I love Jameson's how he says that. Thing. Every he, he gets every him in week. trouble every now and then. Though. Yeah, but you, you know have what? to be careful with your combinations. That's right. That's, That's what right. makes it fun. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, these are fantastic. The first one. Thank you, Brad, for sending this. Oh, you're welcome. It's it's a clown sitting on the porch, and it's it says, not just any clown. It's it's the clown from the the iconic the, horror movie It, the yeah, original, yeah, yeah. the original yes. Pennywise. The who's the Oh, who's the actor that does that? He's also in the Adams Family. I have yeah. no idea. Oh, I don't, have to I don't know. This. It says it's got a clown sitting on the porch, and it says, "How come no one ever comes to my house on Halloween?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's lots of good reasons for that. So, by the way, Halloween wars. How's Halloween in your neighborhood, guys? 
I live in the middle of nowhere, so it's not happening. So it doesn't it doesn't exist. What about what about you, Steven? Okay, so we have this guy who lives down the street from us, down the street <laughs> around the corner, and this guy goes all out for Halloween every single year. He adds to his scene every year. He's I know not, exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Holiday. He's, uh-huh. he's the window cleaner guy, and really? so yeah, he, that's what he does for a living. But he he sets it up every year, does such a great job with it. So it's something we look forward to every year. I would like to see pictures. I'll have to snap some and bring them. Eric, tell me about your neighborhood. How's it looking for Halloween? Yeah? So they don't celebrate? That's that's, (laughs) that's pretty spooky in itself. Yeah. Yeah. So, Hmm. guys, I have this neighbor. All right. (laughs) I knew Halloween was going to be a serious thing when they moved there and they put a severed body (laughs) on the side of the road for the city to pick up. This is, like, not during Halloween. This is A severed body? Well, you know, like a fake one like you do for Halloween. Like a dead body. Like half a body. Okay. Mutilated. All right. You know, not that... There weren't kids across the street that that might horrify or anything. There were. Uh, and so, I, knew, right. I knew Halloween was going to be a big deal to I'd these people. I'd be moving. Right, right. <laughs> so I come around the corner, and there's skeletons on the fence. There's severed heads hanging from the porch and graveyards and things coming up. You guys, my neighborhood has gone crazy for Halloween. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And here I am, you know, I have a toddler, you know, and I have a Paw Patrol pumpkin, you yes. know. I have a feeling the, the Paw Patrol pumpkin has nothing to do with your toddler. I feel like you, <laughs> enjo- I feel you. Like you enjoy <laughs> the storyline and the character development. <laughs> First, we have to find out which one it is. Right. So who is it, Chase? It is. Okay, it's Chase. It is. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's totally you. That it's, can't be him. That's, that's totally my son. So this is my son's favorite. <laughs> character yeah and uh i hear you hard judge me but you don't have kids so you don't See, understand the struggle me and steve yeah have. i know all the characters Praise God. <laughs> right. yeah and so uh <laughs> anyway uh so let's go to the second meme sure now eric we never asked you this are you a bam or auburn fan Ooh, who do you pull for that's a man safe answer yeah go mox Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was the safe answer. Are you from here? I am. You from I'm from Huntsville. So so you never pulled for Alabama Raw? No, never, never. Did you did. play a sport at UTC? I did. I played basketball. Awesome. Yeah. Eric's a big deal. I told you guys. Uh anyway. So the so the, here's the meme from our favorite coach, Nick Saban. It says when Bay Nabin. Thank you for that. <laughs> when Bay asks you if you want to go to the pumpkin patch or apple orchard since it's the bye week. Wow. Well, anybody want to describe that look? <laughs> so it is out, it, are you out of your flipping mind? That's right. Look right there. Right. The Florida and Georgia are playing grab- at 2.30, no? Well, the thing is, I mean, like, I know several people who got married Saturday. I know of several weddings that took place last Saturday because Alabama, Alabama and, and Auburn, Auburn had the yeah. bye week. Yes. And I mean, like, if you're gonna get married in the South, 
in the fall, that is the day that you pick. By week. That happens like once every 10 years that they're actually off on the same week. Too. Yeah. So yesterday I mean, was like wedding day of the year down here. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, we all have that one family member that decides that, you know, having a, a wedding on the Iron Bowl is like a, a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody outside that have? I love them to death. I do. But like, you know, when, I mean, why? Why get married on the Iron Bowl? Yeah. Why? Pick another day. Yeah. You know, you know what's going down. You <laughs> that, know. Day, that day is about division, not unity. Yeah, and it's so close. <laughs> who wants to have a Thanksgiving wedding anyway? Like, All right. You know. <laughs> that day's about division, not unity. I like that. That it was is. good. That was I good. mean, is it not? I mean, like, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, we all live here. That's true. A state divided against itself. <laughs> <laughs> it Cannot stood stand. for a little hey, while, though. Do you guys know what is about unity, though? What, what? is so awesome? Charburger. Yeah, Charburger. Yeah. They are fantastic. Mm, delicious. They, stuff. they provide you... us with lunch oh every Tuesday from 2.30 to 4.30. And they can provide you with lunch if you'll stop by <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, at a lunch hour. But if you stop by at dinner, it's going to be dinner. Fair warning. Um, Charburger is awesome because they have fam- the famous Chargrilled Wildcat Burger, which I had for the first time today. It was amazing. Fantastic. Uh, they also have scrumptious chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, and jumbo crispy onion rings. They're located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. That's on the right, headed towards the Arab, and on the left, headed towards Gunnersville. Their phone number is 256-505-4720. They're there 5.30 a.m. to 8 uh, p.m., Monday through Saturday. So, they're but, there waiting. But they're fantastic. But, but what they won't have for you if you go there. Yes. Are you doing this again? Yes. Is chocolate gravy. Gosh. I was promised. gravy chocolate again. That chocolate <laughs> gravy was going to be there. I go there to partake in said chocolate gravy. And it, it was not there. Yeah. Jameson cried. You know what I heard a lot about here? So Their milkshakes. You know, I've had like four since... No, that they do have, and yeah. those are absolutely bad. I've had like four or five in the last like three weeks, because yeah. I can't stop. It's good for you. Yeah. Guys, they have a Dr. Pepper milkshake. Once you get started, you can't stop. Hand, Just fair warning. Hand spun made with love. <laughs> don't know how they spin it with their hands, but you know what? I don't question it. Yeah. What I do question don't is wanna why know. isn't there chocolate gravy? It's yeah. because if, it, if it's made by hand, it's made with one of those stirring machines at a restaurant. That's yeah. not by hand. That's not by hand. <laughs> but what it means is like it's not a powdered milkshake from a oh, sack. okay. Like at Zaxby's or Wendy's or something. I expect some elbow, elbow grease to be used, that's right. right? When it's hand mixed. Hey, I don't want no spun. grease in my milkshake. <laughs> Guys, that's disgusting. Hey, we're going to move on. <laughs> We're going to come... We're bacon gonna, in your milkshake might work. Yes. Mm. Okay. I ain't going to argue yeah. with it. It's time for the FCA moment of the week. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I am mortified. I don't know what just happened. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. on. My headphones are... <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then Steven's like, I'm just going to bust up in here with some Ken Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I totally thought, like, you know... I thought I was listening to Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Like, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> um, but anyway. So, this, anyway. This is NPR. Uh, yeah. There we go. Soothing sounds of NPR. Uh, it just got real. It sounded like somebody had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, to be honest yep. with you. It just got weird. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Eric Robertson, <laughs> the yeah. man, he called in last week, but he is legit in the studio. Yeah. How you, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Glad to... To see the guys and you know not be on the phone. I know. know. So it's, it's it's a lot different. It's it's better to be in the studio. It feels feels more genuine. Yeah. So, and it, yeah. he got some charburgers, so it was I real did. genuine. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was, it, it was nice too. The charburger. I never had it before, but I'll definitely make sure I check them out whenever I come back through. It's fantastic, yeah. man. So good. But anyway, 
Eric, I know y'all have a lot on the plate because I, I follow all your social media pages. I know y'all are extremely busy right now. Yes. You got a bunch of uh, things in the fire. So tell us most recently, right now, what's going on? How people can in, who how people can get involved and stuff like that. Uh, most recently, I would say um, in the area. Um, in in Gunnersville, we're gonna have what we call Iron Bowl Prayer Breakfast. So that's basically we bring a, a former Alabama football player and a former Auburn football player, yeah. and then um, we bring Chick Fil A um, biscuits and like some fruit and honey buns and stuff like that for breakfast. And we have the two um, former players speak, so they they'll share their their Christian testimony. They'll they'll tell the story of how they how they came to know Christ personally, and. Um, and then, um, so yeah, that's just an event that we're trying to do, and it's it's a it's an outreach event. So yeah. um, we're kind of using the the platform of, of sports of football that a lot of people like to rally around. Like you asked me before about the Iron Bowl and who do you yeah. go for Alabama or Auburn. So it's a big thing that a lot of people will talk about. Yeah. And so this is something that's like kind of bringing that to that in faith together. So we have the sports aspect. So people might only be interested in the in the sports part. Yeah. Uh, they they come and they get to hear someone's story of how they how they came to know Christ. Um, and so we're having that event. Um, it's going to be in Gunnersville at Connect Church at 6 a.m. on November 15th. Um, and so yeah, that's the big event. That's really why I'm here today because I've been going around making trying to get um, involvement to make sure people know what it is and that sort of thing. Yeah. So that's a that's probably the the, the best way to get involved right now um, in the area is to is to go to this event. Yeah, and last year me and Steven had the opportunity of actually going to this event. Yeah. Setting up a 360 camera, was, so if you want to know blast. what it's like oh, wow. in yeah. the room and everything, oh, it was fantastic. Mr. Ricky Phillips let us borrow his camera. He was there with us, man. We had a blast. We really did. It was so much that fun. That was a great yeah. morning. Yeah. Great yeah. start to our I remember speaking, speaking to that, like uh, going, let's see, it was probably about two years ago. I think I was either a sophomore or junior in high school. And uh, Tyrone Prothrow was there, mm-hmm. and he told his story, and that was just that was a great morning. It was full of uh, Chick Fil A, good feelings, and um, getting to getting to kind of meet someone like you know. My mom had told me about this guy who caught a caught a you know touchdown pass while breaking his leg at the same time, uh, and I like look finally, it up. No. I got to <laughs> yeah, don't look. I got up. to go see <laughs> him like in part. It was really cool. So I that was like, an awesome event. I, Tyrone Prothrow was he was going to be the original Julio Jones till he mm-hmm. broke his leg. He was amazing. Yeah. But do y'all know who you have coming this year yet? Uh, yes, we do. But we are trying to build. Suspense. All right, all right, yeah, all right. So, um, so if you want to know, just check out our social media, and we'll make the big reveal. Awesome. Um, in a few days. That's mm. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, you have something. To, you look like you got something on the. Uh, I'm just just gonna say what what are your social media outlets like? What's your your um, handles, Twitter handles, and all yeah, that? Just uh, North Alabama FCA. Okay. Um, yeah, and all of them are pretty much the same. If you just if you just if you go to the website mm-hmm. um, NorthAlabamaFCA.org, then you could go to the bottom and you can follow all of the um, the social media there. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So so you're getting ready for Iron Bowl prayer breakfast. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, so you've been busy. I know with FCA, I, I see pictures of all of um, I, my favorite people. I guess <laughs> you and Connor and uh, uh, 
Russ Daniels, yeah. and all of y'all uh, doing an incredible job in these schools. Yeah. And so, uh, have you had a coolest moment uh, lately with FCA? Um, cool moment. I would say um, a few weeks ago, uh, one of the, one of the players that I, I invited to to FCA um, personally, and he came um, at a huddle at Jemison High School. Um, he he was a, he's a football player, he's a quarterback there, and he and he broke his his ankle or his leg um, at one of the games, and so. Um, so he wasn't able to play, and, and usually as FCA staff, we go to the games to support. So I, I went to the, the – this was the, the following game after he broke his leg. So I was there at the game, and I was just sitting with him, just talking with him kind of before the game. And I was asking him, you know, did he like the huddle or, you know, what does he think about it? Um, did he feel like he was learning anything? And um, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm learning. And then I asked him, you know, to elaborate, like, you know, what kind of have you learned? And, and he – um, he remembered like my my points from from what I what I talked about at the FCA huddle, and I was I was surprised because it had been like probably four four weeks since that huddle. That's and amazing. So, and so um, just to to see that he kind of remembered um, just reminded me that like wow people are really listening and really kind of learning from from these FCA huddles. So for me that was that was a really big moment and something that that energizes me to to keep going and keep doing what I'm doing. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, like, that's that's an incredible story. Like, yeah. I mean, do you find that like it's moments like that that use as a benchmark that just sort of keep you going? Like, is there is there a lot of? I guess is there other times where it just sort of feels like, am I, am I, is what I'm doing matter? Does it matter? Oh, yeah. That sort of thing. Oh yeah, for sure. There are many moments when I go and I'll speak and I'll think, man, like, do they, do they care? Or you know, like. Do, does, does anybody are they like listening yeah. or, you know because because you know when you have a crowd of say 30 40 students you know everyone's not really paying attention some people are kind of you can see people spacing out and and you know thinking about their own kind of thing and and sometimes i feel like man is it is it me is it, is it something <laughs> that i'm doing like do i need right, to yeah i need to be more expressive i need to you know i'm thinking how could i be more engaging and, and thinking you know all these different things of of how to to kind of say something in a way that people get it mm-hmm. but um but then when you have those moments when when that student remembers exactly what you spoke about um and you're like wow like that's good like mm-hmm. I, I can't believe you actually remember mm-hmm. um, yeah so something that um that coach keel he's one of our staff members always says he says um that people forget 85 percent of what you say mm. and so um he says like whenever we speak like you need to make it clear and you need to make it simple because they're not going to remember what you said you know, the, the majority of what you say, they're not going to remember. So if you just give them a small chunk, a small bite, mm-hmm. they might remember that. And so um, and so that's something that I think about. It's like, you know, I can be really wordy, but they're probably not going to remember it. So just trying to keep it simple so that people could kind of get mm-hmm. the gist of what I'm trying to say. Um, and so whenever you have those moments when, when someone does get what you were trying to say mm-hmm. and they can remember what you said, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, like that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Four weeks later. Oh yeah, that's yeah. amazing. How long have you been doing this? Um, I just started in June. Just started. So <laughs> yeah. how how has your do you feel your skills as a communicator have have do you feel like they've sharpened and like you feel like you're kind of figuring it out? Oh yeah, yeah. I I mean since I've started because once once I when I started in June 
I had never really spoken in front of a group of people. Man, um, I bet that was intimidating. Yeah, like I I did little stuff like here and there, but it was never like, hey, this is our speaker. You know, mm-hmm. I was never that guy. And so um, I, I was just kind of thrown into the fire. I'm like, hey, here you go. You're the speaker. It's like, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> and so, um, but, you know, after doing it a few times, I realized, like, you know, it's it's not that bad. You know, mm-hmm. I, could, I could do this. And I, I've always felt that I, I have good stuff to say, but... Um, a lot of it is just feelings of inadequacy, thinking like, man, maybe I'm not good enough to really say that or, or they're not going to like me enough to listen to me. Um, and so a lot of those feelings of inadequacy have kind of diminished as I've done it and seen mm-hmm. kind of that people do are listening and, and that sort of thing. So, um, so yeah, so I've, I've grown in that and my ability to speak in, in front of crowds and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm, I mean, I, I get nervous, you mm-hmm. know, I'm like, man, look at all these people, that kind of thing. And, you know, start rambling and that, oh, yeah. and that sort of, yeah. yeah. So, um, Been there. so I, I have those moments, but you know, I, I, I kind of see it as, as just for me personally, just trying to continue to progress and, mm-hmm. and continue to get better at speaking so that my communication is clear so that the really not necessarily for me but for the people right, you know right, so the right. people have a clear um something to listen to and, and something that they could hear and grasp and, and go away remembering mm-hmm. what was said instead of just a bunch of you know gibber gibber jabbers right kind of, kind of thing so awesome so uh you're here in the marshall county area and today we're covering albertville Tell us what you know about the Albertville huddle and how people can get involved. Albertville, I was there this morning, actually. Nice. Um, yeah, they had a huddle. Coach Amos. Coach Amos, yeah. yep, he's an awesome guy. Amazing. I went, I went to their, their FCA huddle. Um, they meet every other Tuesday morning um, in Coach Amos's classroom. Um, today, the huddle, they, they played a game. Um, they had... Um, different students sharing their favorite Bible verse and, and why they why they like that verse and how that verse has kind of impacted them. And then they also shared um, any like song lyric that they they feel like they like or feel like has impacted them. So that was kind of what the huddle looked like today, which was which is um, really good. Um, awesome. I like seeing the, the different students kind of share what they what they feel and what they think. Um, but yeah, so that's Albertville Tuesday mornings, seven o'clock is when it starts um, in Coach Amos's room. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been to one. They're amazing. Yeah. Coach Amos is incredible. It was a packed room when I went. It was oh, yeah. fantastic, awesome kids, yeah. awesome place. So if you want a place to belong, a place to make a difference, a place to feel like somebody cares about you, Coach Amos's room every Tuesday at 7 o'clock, yep. you want to be a part of that. And uh, Eric, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Yeah. It's so cool to have you in the studio. Yeah. I know we never have, so this is the first chance you've actually been on the varsity. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, actually here. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we're so glad to have you. Hey, we're going to go to a song. We want you to get involved either in the huddle or we want you to get involved with the Iron Bowl, Prayer Breakfast, Marshall County Connect Church, November 15th. So do that, please. Be a part of that. The land of milk and honey. That is Charburger. Charburger provides an awesome lunch for us every day or every Tuesday of the show. And uh, I enjoy going in there to pick it up. They're so nice. Uh, they're awesome people in there. They they want to serve you and they want to serve you right. Uh, so uh, you can give them the opportunity. Um, their place is located at the foot of the mountain on Highway 69 on the right headed towards the Arab and on the left headed into Gunnersville. They have the wild, the famous Wildcat Burger, chicken fingers, onion rings, french fries, awesome milkshakes. They have breakfast. Um, 
They open at 5.30, they close at 8, and that's every day except Sunday. Uh, they take the day off for for church. Um, so they're awesome people there. I, en- I enjoy them, and we all enjoy their food here. And uh, our guests on a week-to-week basis enjoy it as well. So Yeah, delicious thank you, stuff. Thank you, Charburger. <laughs> thank you. And now, today's clutch moment. Yeah, so uh, we love Charburger here, obviously. Uh, but I, I want to tell you about the empty chair. You know, the last few weeks I've been talking about empty things. And today I want to talk about that. When we think... Guys, I don't know about you, but I, I think back to junior high and high school, and so often I think about the times when I knew I was supposed to tell somebody about Jesus. Often, I would get physically sick, and you know, some of the thoughts. And I'm an out—you all know this. I'm a very outgoing guy. I'm very, <laughs> but it, it's the thoughts of the the feelings of possible rejection, the the a little bit of the fear of actually having to step out. Uh. It's very much like it, and I don't know if you relate to this, uh, Jameson and Stephen and uh, Brad, but do you remember the first day of school, like every time? Like you got the first day of school, and I I guess I'm talking more junior high, high school, more high school because we were still assigned in junior high where we were going to sit and who, you know, we were going to be with this class. But when we got into high school, we had our choice. You can sit anywhere in the room that you want to be. But on that first day of school, you got to pick the crowd that you're going to sit with pretty much for the rest of that semester. You can make it and break it. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is a big choice, right? This yeah. is, this is, so there's anxiety about it. It's like sudden death. Right. Like <laughs> if I sit with these people, there's no really good way to change people, you know? Mm-hmm. I've got to be with this certain group. You know what I'm talking about, guys? You know, that feeling. Absolutely. Like, this is exactly what Brad said. This is the make or break moment. Do you remember that, Stephen? Do you- yeah, I do. And you know, one thing that <laughs> kind of, one thing that took the nerves off for me every year was, yeah. for some reason, there was this expectation that the next year was going to be a little bit different. The next year was going to be a little bit different. But right. when you realize you're in class with the same people right. year after year, it right. helps a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. you can you can kind of make that decision this year, and then you can make a better decision the year after that. <laughs> Now, see, everybody Everybody posts their uh, school schedules to Snapchat now. Yeah. And so you can go look on the stories and, like, compare your schedule. So, you know, it's like, so you're hey, meet, meet me outside of Coach Hall's room at, right. you know, at, you know, 133 if the bell rings at 135 so that we can walk in and pick a seat together. Right, Like, right. you know, so... So yeah. that kind of alleviated some prearrangement stuff. Don't, alleviated some of that don't, anxiety. That must have been nice because I didn't have that when I was in school. See, I'm a, <laughs> me I'm neither. A, I'm a 21st century baby. Oh, That's right. Well, see, like me, I had I had to do what Seth did, and we just had to sort of pick people. Uh-huh. Yeah, I never did like skateboarding, but uh, I had to hang with them. So like, <laughs> I, I'd I'd dress like them, and you know, do all that that kind of thing. And, you you know. Uh, that's not true. I actually did like skateboarding. That's, right. that's why we did that. But anyway, yeah, it would have been nice to, you know. I'll be honest. My favorite group that I uh, sat with was my senior year. It was a bunch of freshmen. And I loved them. I thought they were awesome. I had a good time. Uh, it was great. Uh, but I, I remember every every semester you have to pick a new group of people to sit with, and you got that. I just I want you to feel that anxiety because because <laughs> you do right. You I mean this is something you think about, and I, I mean it's very often like reaching out to people. We get kind of the same anxiety. Like if I if I do this, then I'll be rejected. If I do this, this isn't going to go right for me. 
or, or this or that. And I, I think we need to remember all the time in Christianity that somebody found us at one point. That somebody in our life, maybe not legitimately, uh, not not literally, but but in, in seriousness, they saved a spiritual seat for us. They they went out of their way to present the gospel to us. That they they went the extra mile. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They Absolutely. they took the extra step to make sure we understood. It didn't just happen for us. I mean, you you ask people. 90% of people go to church for one or two reasons. One, either mom and dad brought me my whole life, or two, somebody invited me, right? Mm-hmm. Christianity happens that way. You you cannot accept the gospel unless the gospel is presented. And so, things about the empty chair, and I'm talking about reaching out to your unsaved friends. Number one, ask God for a chair or a burden. What is a burden? It's, it's something... Uh, that disturbs you, that bothers you. And uh, uh, Hudson Taylor said this, the hardness of our hearts may be the true cause for our lack of success in evangelism. Wow. And what does that mean? Once you get saved, once you accept Jesus into your heart, that shouldn't be the last move that you make for the rest of your Christian walk. No, you should be pursuing people, going after people, Presenting the gospel. I, I am blown away by this verse. I, I was researching for this in Romans 9, 1 through 3. Listen to how Paul says this. He says, With Christ is my witness. I speak with utter truthfulness. My conscience and the Holy Spirit confirm it. My heart is filled with bitter sorrow and unending grief for my people, my Jewish brothers and sisters. I would be, listen to this, this is what Paul says, I would be willing to be forever cursed, cut off from Christ, if that would save him. Mm. Did you hear that? I would be willing to be personally cursed and cut off from Christ if that would save my friends. I don't know about you guys, that's a burden. That, what, what is a burden? That's a burden, that's something so disturbing it disturbs him to the point he wants to see his friends reach so bad that he's willing to get himself cut off from Jesus Mm. so guys let me ask you this at what point in our lives does something bother us enough that we actually change it I think I mean just based off what we just read I think that point becomes when you don't care what it costs you yeah. You don't care what what it what it may mean for your reputation or for your routine mm. or for your future. If you know that this has to happen no matter what, I think that's when um I think that's when things start to change because it starts to matter to you. And when you when you start to pay attention to it, mm-hmm. like you can kind of like realize something that's sort of convicting but we can do a pretty good job of like covering that up or turning the blind eye to that. Mm-hmm. So when you start to pay attention to it, then it becomes, you know, worth yeah, do something at all about costs. It. So, so yeah, at that point, yeah. Once you notice it, mm-hmm. like like once you know, like when you know that <laughs> what is it? Two billion people don't have clean water. Yeah. Then it bothers you, right? Right. Or it should bother you. 
when you realize that there is a huge group of people that are sex trafficked in America and you can do something about it, that should bother you. I mean, and until you're bothered about something, you're not going to do anything about it. And I, I've never heard a burden like Paul says in this thing. I'm willing to be cursed and forever cut off by Christ just so they can have Jesus. Point number two, things about the empty chair. Ask God to add a face to that chair. If we will just pray for God to give us a face, not only will he do it, but he will often set you up with someone who is in a place of desperation and close to making a move. See, so often we, in our minds, I don't know if y'all remember, but in our minds we like make up these excuses like, I may be rejected, I may be this, but think about it like this. What if God's setting you up to lead that person to Jesus? What if what if it's, a, and I said it like this, if you've ever seen an alley-oop, you got one player throwing up the ball while the other one dunks it. What if God's setting you up for a spiritual dunk? Mm. What if he's setting you up to make the move? You know, we so often look at the rejection, but what if he's setting me up for the success? And I think we need to look at things like that. God may be trying to set us up, so my question is this. Why is it important when we talk about sharing Jesus that we always have somebody on our mind when we're thinking about that that we're reaching out to? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes um, there's got to be some communication there. Like like to, to do like a, a perfect alley-oop if that's going to be the metaphor that we're going to use like you'll see the other player look at look at one player and then he'll start running to the basket so um you need strength also as well and uh our strength comes from the lord so you have to um you know communicate with god and you know ask for it and um so that's where that's where those two things come into play is strength and communication and that's that's Mm -hmm. vital for for a lot of situations especially this one here on earth that we face as humans um but um, God is behind us on. I think another thing that's important in that is is just awareness. Uh, but you you can talk about sharing Jesus all day, but if you're not aware of who needs Him around you, right. then that that talk is worthless. Right. Um, so yeah, I think you know strength and communication with the other people. I mean, with obviously between you and the Lord, but then with the, your other Christian brothers and sisters and awareness is is a vital in making making that happen and because i mean you can't i mean evangelizing by yourself is one thing but when you get a, a group of friends together that uh care enough about what you're doing that's i think that's when change starts to happen yeah that's good which brings me to point number three begin to pursue that person that god gave you to fill that chair I love what Charles Spurgeon says. In fact, it's one of my favorite quotes ever. And he says, If sinners be damned, at least let them leap to hell over our dead bodies. And if they perish, let them perish with our arms wrapped about their knees, imploring them to stay. If hell must be filled, let it be filled in the teeth of our exertion. And let not one go unwarned and unprayed for. That's passionate. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful statement. The epitome of passion. Yeah, we've got to live this Christian life like our friend's salvation depends on it. We've got to quit making excuses that somebody else is going to do it, or it's based on somebody else, mm-hmm. or what if it's based on you? Quit trying to put the responsibility on somebody else. 
realize it's up to you. So why is it important that we're always looking for ways to pursue those friends who need Jesus? And something that you passionately don't want to happen, what do you say? You say, over my dead body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So over my, my dead body will hell be filled is what, what um, Charles Spurgeon is saying here. And that really has some like some resounding impact when you like when you listen to what what that message is is saying it's like it's such a it's so so much our responsibility that over our dead bodies should people be going to hell yeah so that's just kind of like kind of firing like, isn't that a powerful statement yes, absolutely. <laughs> i think you know and also what brad mentioned it uh, a few minutes ago like we have to do we have to own this is our responsibility um I've talked about this before too because like we're we're talking about this lunchroom situation here earlier. Uh, what what if nobody ever walked up to you and tried to make you feel welcomed and more comfortable? Yeah. What if no one had ever shared the gospel with you? That could have very well. I mean, you know, your life would be drastically different. Yeah. So we can't pass that responsibility off on someone else. If we see a problem, we need to fix it. Yeah. Um, if we see someone struggling and someone that needs to be loved and needs to be um, you know, just cared about, and we don't go do that, um, then we're in the wrong. I it's mean, on us. The Bible says that if you know to do good and you don't do it, it is sin. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's important for us to continually try to come up with new, I mean, just to continually be aware of ways that we can evangelize to other people. If someone needs somebody to talk to, if someone just needs someone to hang out with and be there for, be that person, uh, because that's what we're called to do. It's good. That's good. Hey, we're going to go to a song, and we're going to be back with the man, Noah. He's going to be up at the mic. We're going to be doing an awesome interview. It's going to be great because he's here. And so, uh, but before we do, I, I, I just want to tell you about somebody who is clutch to us, Charburger. That's They're right. fantastic. They're available from 5.30 in the morning until 8 at night, Monday through Saturday, home of the famous char-grilled Wildcat Burger chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, and jumbo crispy onion rings. They are in the area of 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville, and you can call them right now if you're interested in their burgers at 256-505-4720. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and we have yeah, it is. from the drumline, Noah <laughs> Moon. Noah Moon. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Wow. That was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. I want you to announce him just like that. (laughs) Noah Moon. Noah Moon. (laughs) There we go. On the varsity. Yes. Athlete interview. Didn't you feel good about that? Like, Man. That changed your life. Look at it, Noah. says no. Not at all. I liked it. Yeah. It was good. (laughs) Noah, you're kind of a big deal. Uh, Anyway, so tell us... uh, you are on the Albertville Aggie Marching Band. Tell us what's your favorite part. This is your fourth year? Yes. This yes. is my... I, well, I was an alternate, so this is technically my fifth year. I was in front ensemble my alternate year, and mm. then freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior marching centers. Yeah. I love how they call it front ensemble now. It used to be the pit. I mean, we call them the armpit unofficially, <laughs> but... <laughs> 
Love wow. it. That's cool. That's a drummer thing. There's right that. There. We just, the battery just doesn't say that around our now. Football yeah. stadium, <laughs> our football stadium was called the pit, so we couldn't call our pit the pit. Yes. Oh, okay. Because it, was, it was, legitimately was confusing. Which is yes. kind of funny. That's where your season is this year, isn't oh. it? Oh. Yeah, hey, the season is in a pit, but not at the pit. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Well, <laughs> okay, so oh, anyway, back to Albertville. Yeah. Back to Noah. <laughs> Noah, tell me your favorite moment over the last four years playing in the Albertville Aggie Marching Band. Um, my favorite moment was definitely last year when we got to march in the Rose Parade. Yeah. We practiced for weeks and weeks and weeks and finally flew out to California and spent the majority of a week there and just... Us lining up, it was probably 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. We were lining up on the road, and that moment when we first started playing and you march down and you take that turn on the TV corner, that was just amazing for all of us. Wow. It, I mean, you looked up both sides and you could see the grandstands on either side of you, people just as far up as the horizon. Wow. That's amazing. And then after that, we had to continue to march for... Five and a half, six miles. So. <laughs> Those are always the fun. Is that the longest march you guys have ever done? Oh yeah, for sure. We went earlier in 2011. The band did, but that's the longest parade I think we've probably done. It was a lot of preparation, a lot of days of us coming in at three and marching around the neighborhoods. They had a police escort for us up front in the band, and we marched through all the neighborhoods in Abbotville, annoying people for two hours. I'm sure they appreciate it. I love this yes. practice because people will like come out of their houses yeah. to come watch. Oh, it's the Aggie band yeah. coming. Yeah, we, we had some people come out and they would wave and smile and clap. And then we had some people that come out and look very frustrated and then walk Shut back up. inside. I would be excited. <laughs> like, like there is kids. the band. Marching in my front lawn. In my front lawn. This is great. I feel like I'd be the guy that is like, I, like, I don't know if anybody has picked up on it, but I am very fluent in sarcasm. So like... <laughs> Are you proud um, of that? <laughs> <You're> absolutely. <laughs> like, why would, why would you not be? Like, I don't like this. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I would be the guy that would be like, oh, you did something? Well, here, look out. Look, look, hurry. Look quick. Here's your parade. And then you guys would be marching down the street. And then they would look at me like I'm some sort of, like, magician. Like, some sort of god or something. It would be, be kind of cool. <laughs> I said something the other day, and he was like, if you look outside, your parade's marching down the street. I did yeah. say that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well. Well, what if you were in that house with them walking? Well, it'd be perfect. Anyway. You don't walk when you're in a band, Seth. No, you march. Seth, yeah. look at me. You march. march. I know. I was in the band. <laughs> Just not the drum major, but in the band. Go. <laughs> right, so, you said that there was, like, a TV corner? Yes. Who's, like, the most, the coolest famous person you saw when you were there? Um, That's not the most redneck question I think. Who's all the yeah. famous people y'all done saw in California? We well, we really didn't actually see that many famous people. Did you see any? I mean, I don't know if they were in hiding. We saw a couple when um, we drove up to the. We were driving through Hollywood, and mm-hmm. we drove up. Um, I forget what it's called, but we were driving driving through some of the neighborhoods, headed up to the observatory on the mountain. And we would look out the windows, and there would be just like, oh, hey, there's Zac Efron or something like that, just walking down the street, like walking his dog or something. Well, hmm. But, I mean, we didn't really see that many. Of course, we saw plenty of people on the Hollywood Boulevard dressed up as Spider-Man and whatnot, soliciting, asking for pictures, and then those charging. Are, yeah, those are yeah. interesting places. Oh, yeah. I, I ran into one of those people in New York, 
and I was in eighth grade at the time and didn't really know much about anything. So I walked up to him and he was like, "Oh, hey, take my pic- take picture with me," in some kind of accent that was mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. bad English and creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll take the picture." And then we $20. took we took a picture. Yeah, he was like, "It was twenty dollars." And I was like, I don't have $20. I'm not going to give you 20 bucks. And he was, like, following me down the street. And my dad was like, come on, son. we got to <laughs> go over here. What? <laughs> did, you, did you take the picture with your camera? No. He, okay. t- he took it with his. With his. Okay. I was yeah. about to say, if you took it with yours, yeah. just walk. <laughs> he, was, he was at least intelligent enough to do that. <laughs> they, uh, they do that in other countries when you get off the... Uh, when we went on the carnival cruise, every time you get off, you got three or four people that doing that. Not, no. <laughs> How many carnivals did you see on that cruise? Wow. Not many. No? <laughs> are there people that work on those called carnies? Like, I'm just one. I just, have no anyway. idea. Those are Sorry. good questions. See so, carnies. So, so yeah. far this year, uh, well, the season's almost over. What band competitions have you all been to, and how have you guys done? Well, we went to Pinson Valley. And mm-hmm. we also went to Oniana the very next week. We had three straight weeks of competitions. We went Pinson Valley and then Oniana and then the next week was our own we hosted our own competition at the high school. And we were <laughs> we were all very tired after those three weeks were over. Because imagine. we had three straight away games those mm-hmm. weeks. So it was a lot of work and a lot of effort going into all those, but it's it's really fun to get to walk out. This year, I actually got to walk out with the section leaders and the seniors at both competitions to actually accept those trophies. And when you get to go out and see all of that hard work and they get to call your name out and you get to bring this three-foot-tall trophy and hoist it above your head and bring it back to your mm-hmm. band, it's... There's ri- nothing like the, yeah, the it, split second of dead silence between yes. drum major, one, yes. dance line, one like, and so on. <laughs> yes, so, like, and then you have the annoying people going, yeah, clapping every, every time. That's not classy. Don't yes. if you're in a high school band somewhere. Yes. I know Albertville and Arab both don't do it, but oh, yeah. don't clap. Please for the scores. Don't, don't clap. Do that. Don't clap. And, <laughs> so, and some, we're over here bonding over yes, pet peeves. That and, uh, yes, and some of these bands have got. To, they have to fix their drum majors and stuff. Like you need uh-huh. to come teach drum majors how to do stuff. Like when they stand up for awards and they call the band's name out. And they do the awkward salute, and everybody goes, hit it, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and they're in the stands, and there's like, there's 15 of you. Yeah. Sit, sit back down. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that big of a deal. <laughs> Called out. Wow. Dang, dude. I don't even know where to go from that. We get plenty of hate, too, for being a big, a big band. Like... Our front ensemble gets a lot of hate for having microphones and a speaker system with our stuff. We get, yeah. they're like, you're just, you just sound loud because you've got microphones or whatever. We're yeah. big enough to need it, son. <laughs> like, you can sound loud too if yeah. you bought some microphones oh, for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, or if y'all just had people participate in band. Noah, tell me this. I went there. <laughs> Noah, tell me this. Uh, what, what is the greatest lesson that you've learned from being in the band? Uh, definitely hard work. Yeah. Um, it's especially being at Abbotville. It's a it's a big deal to be in band. It's a really yeah. different atmosphere when you absolutely step out as an alternate or a freshman walking out onto our practice field, and it's like a hundred and two with a 
100% humidity and you're standing out there marching drill for three hour, three, four hour blocks and then you leave for an hour, two hour lunch and come back and do four more hours. We've got that two weeks straight at the end of the summer right before school starts. And then percussionists, we're pretty much drumming the whole summer. We have our percussion camp that's right at the end of the school year that we do the week of exams. So some of us that have exams, we come into our exams in the morning and then we get to leave from like 11 to 12 for lunch and then we come back and drum for three or four hours and we do that for a week and then we've got rehearsals throughout the summer and then we come back with the rest of the band. But And then we, have of course, have got practice every day after school and it can get it can get really tiring to be doing that for as long as we do because we're basically going from April or May all the way to November potentially with playoffs and stuff. Yeah. And you've got to keep a show at a high level for that long. Excited. It's, yes, it's yeah. a it's a lot of endurance. It really is. Yeah. And and I will say this. I think were you in the band? I was. You in the were you in the marching band? No, no, no. I didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Marching band is a whole lot harder than people give you credit. Yes. The the practices are long. Uh, me and Brad both were with the Arab not marching band, and I I mean me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, those practices were hard. Yeah. They were hard, and yeah. they were hard for a long oh, yeah. time. They were yes. They was, were not as was, easy as you think. <laughs> you know, you I, I know you don't think of marching band as is athletic but yeah. lord those practices yes. were long and hot they were either really oh, yeah. hot or really and cold there's, there's <laughs> so much stuff that like in the mechanics of being in a marching band there's yeah. so much stuff to yeah. focus on and it's so hot. much to learn it takes yeah. like it takes it takes some some serious dedication some focus and oh, yeah. a little For bit sure. of athleticism yeah. to be able to do that yeah and adding really? on to that the the weight of the drums and the instruments yes. that you carry yes. I mean, you're, you're carrying around five drums strapped yeah. to your chest oh yeah that is that's not light no, I was, it, it definitely was not my freshman year. I'm, the other drummers could attest to how bad I looked the first year I carried those. The, uh, I, I remember the first time we picked them up and we were marching around the track, and our track's a quarter-mile track. So one lap around it's a quarter of a mile, and I think I made it a quarter of the way around the track before I had to just stop. I was yeah. like, I cannot carry this. Yeah. It's like, this is too heavy. Yeah. I always felt sorry for that one, like... There's the, there's always the one kid that's built like a toothpick that gets stuck carrying the yes. <laughs> and yeah. like his freshman year he's like he about must to be just, a tuba yeah, player to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just collapse yes. on the ground and, and my senior yeah. year he's like yeah up. my freshman year that was me yeah. <laughs> I was the toothpick kid yeah. it was yeah. yeah and there's the sousaphones that are always like I'm just gonna carry this on my shoulder now <laughs> also known as the tuba Susa no tuba is different no, than different. Susa uh, yeah. uh, one wraps around you one doesn't. Uh, the marching exactly. tuba, right? There you go. That's a what I meant. Phone, yeah. That's what I yeah. meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like, if the heart, if the like, the best thing that you've learned is hard work, like, what is the one thing that that you want to take with you from band? Like, you know, like, no, 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 you know what? No, no, no. You basically answered that question. What is the one thing you want to leave behind? Like, w- w- the lesson you want to leave other your like underclassmen. Um, there's going to be a lot of days you're going to want to quit. I, mm-hmm. I remember so many days of coming home from practice and looking at my mom and just throwing sticks down and saying, I'm done with this. I, I can't handle this anymore. This is The drum's too heavy. I'm too sweaty. I've had band directors yell at me for too long. I can't do it. But then you come in the next day and 
you fix something you can improve on something every day and you come in and maybe something that was frustrating you the day before you can come in and say okay I've got this now I can play this part now now let me fix something else and that's really something that you can apply to everything you do you can just come in every day and you don't have to be perfect because like I said freshman year I came in I was not perfect by any means I couldn't carry them I could probably barely play them I thought I was the greatest drummer in the world but I was far (laughs) from it I'm sure but you just come in and you improve and you work every day you don't have to come in and be some superstar immediately Mm -hmm. you just put in the work and you put in the time and you'll see when you get to where I am how much that's paid off over the years of trophies and parades and trips you've gotten to go on and stuff you've gotten to achieve through that. Hey, we're going to we're going to ask a question in a minute, but we're going to go to a song, but before we do, I want to talk about our sponsor, Charburger. They are a wonderful place available from 5:30 in the morning till 8 at night, Monday through Saturday, home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger. Chicken fingers, Philly cheese steaks, jumbo crispy onion rings at 3848 Alabama Highway 69, Gunnersville. Hey, thank you so much for listening to our interview with Noah. Hey, we are back with the man Noah Moon, and so we're getting to the good questions right now. So, Noah, you've been in band for four years, uh, five if you count that alternate year. Tell us the most embarrassing thing that's happened <laughs> On the uh, bus, during the practice, at the field, uh, what on, during, during the show, in like, the show, whatever, yes. you, whatever you got to um, divulge. Yes, this one, this one was definitely during the show. Yeah, it was very, very embarrassing for sure. Um, for you, yes, no. yes, for me personally, everyone yes. knew it was me in front of everybody. So we are. This was last year. This happened. We are playing Boaz for our homecoming game at home. And so that, it's our homecoming game, and it's Boaz, so it's probably our biggest game that we'll have the whole year, the biggest crowd there. And we come out, and our tenor solo last year, we actually took the drums off and put them on the drum stands on the field. Yeah. And we did some spin stuff where, like, one person would play down both sets of drums and the other one would spin around. And we've had a lot of people in practice trip on the stands and stuff like that. But the solo went off without a hitch. Everybody was screaming and clapping, woo, drummers, and, you know, hmm. that kind of thing. Just like and that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all the, all the mamas in the stands going, woo, drummers. <laughs> and you can pick, I don't know about y'all, I could pick mom out of the stand. Yes, I could too. 2,000 people, there's my mom <laughs> yes. here. So the solo went off without a hitch, and we pick the drums back up, and we have to go in between the stands to go straight over to our next set in the show, our next move. And the guy to the left of me, we're moving to the left, the guy to the left of me knocks his stand over. And it's right in the path of where I've got to march. Mm. And I'm looking up, you know, at the drum major, at the crowd, not seeing all this. I'm feeling anxiety right now. Yes. Mm. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm looking up at the drum major, and next thing I know, I'm turned this way to the left and my face is at the ground and I have fallen over this stand and basically face planted on the field in front of God and everybody <laughs> but everybody all, everybody laughs at the video I actually have the video on my phone if you guys want to see this we so want to see this we love that. it when people we would love that. it when um, you would share that <laughs> and let us post it on the varsity that's, that's right. the best I'll give pull us, that up in just a second yes but, please um 
everybody laughs at me because they say I'm like Michael Jackson the way I stood back up because yes. I, I kind of went over and the drums folded up and I landed on the drums but they, mm. they laugh at how quickly I jumped back up. Right. And when I jumped back up, I had just so much adrenaline. And I, as far as I knew, and nothing fear. was hurt. <laughs> I mean, I could have I had a broken ankle and I wouldn't have felt it. <laughs> and everybody looks over at me and, like, jaws have dropped to the other drummers looking at me. And I'm just like, just keep going. Just keep playing. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. <laughs> but I stand up and it's a little scary because I think my drums have fallen off. Yeah. And the way the drums sit on the carrier, you know, there's two little prongs yeah. that stick up into the holes on the drum. Yeah. And one of them had fallen off. So I stand back up and my drum swings out to nice. the side and nice. I have to reach over and grab it and pull it back and put it back on. Come on, somebody. And this is right at the end of the drum solo. <laughs> Right in front of everybody. Right as you say, Fernandia! Anyway! Yes. <laughs> Brad? Like, I want to know, did you, like, find whoever put that stand there and, like... Take care of it? Like, yeah. Take Are care they of him? <laughs> that's, that's what I meant. I was going to say, Are put they? your foot in somebody, but take oh, yeah. care of it is probably a nicer way to say that. <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I talked to him afterwards. He was like, it was, it was your fault. Oh, no! and, and what and what oh. made and what made it worse was oh. um, when I, as I was falling, he was close enough to me that I stuck my hand out to try and catch myself on my drum, and he pulls away from me and lets me fall. That's dirty. <laughs> That's dirty. Like yeah, so yeah. it's called koi pond. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So I remember the year that y'all did that the first time. I'm not sure if that was it was your airplane show, and yes. um, I remember. Us watching, y'all had a hard time getting the tenors off of the carriers and onto those stands. Yeah, that was frustrating. Like th- those are always frustrating, even when you're sitting in the stands, like up in the bleachers, getting ready to play the like for the uh, football game, and you, like even to get them off, like with no pressure on oh, you yeah. at all, and sit them on those things the first try. It's hard, and to have to do that in so many counts or whatever. Yeah, man, it was it was tough for sure. Wow. So I'm we've so glad we asked that story. Yeah. We've talked about marching, but what do you do during uh, concert season? What What's your primary instrument then? Um, well, uh, Dr. Cash likes to pride us in not being just drummers, but calling us percussionists. Oh, so you get to get around. Yes, yeah, so yeah. We, we all play a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like, we have some of us that are playing drum set. We play snare drum. We play marimba and different stuff like that yes we play triangle playing for sure triangle. i'm playing yes i don't know what brad was doing <laughs> we're talking Air about it. there was an yes. interpretive dance happening over here <laughs> yes Cabeza. i thought you had chimes yeah. going there for some <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Network we, we were all signing yeah. each other the triangle <laughs> yeah the most demoralizing instrument you can play and i'll airplay it here on facebook you're already on facebook mm-hmm. um it's called the finger symbols and you literally yes. they're like they're like Little symbols about a, the size of a quarter with a little strap, like a mini strap, uh-huh. as if you had tiny hands to play with. But you grab the strap with your finger and you hold one close upside down and you like just ting it with the other one, like with like if you're playing like a tea party with a little girl or something. Oh, you, wow. like, clean so How you, many yeah. tea parties have you played? I was wanting to know that myself, Brad. Yeah, like how did you come up with that analogy? <laughs> have you ever seen Despicable Me, Brad? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's what I was talking about. Don't change about. the subject. That was. Brad. What it's been available for tea parties under the name <laughs> Sassy Wiggles. <laughs> also known as the, the unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was coming. Yeah. 
But um, <laughs> yeah. I actually, out. I actually have another story to go along with that one. Yeah, oh. go ahead. So, wow. If I can, okay. Um, we'll, we'll finish with this. This is fantastic. Does it have to yeah. do with unicorns or sassy? <laughs> uh, no, ne- neither of those. It has to do it. We're going back to. <laughs> we're staying on subject. Anyway, all right, all right. Let's go. We're just going to pretend that that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, appreciate um, that. I'll save your reputation. <laughs> no, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> You're in about tw- ten or twelve shows too late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on, though. Yeah. yeah. So, so it was always. It's been the running joke the rest of this year that I was going to fall again. Yeah. So, the battery we have to help the front ensemble move from the practice field back to the band room every practice, and we have more instruments in front ensemble than we have people, because some people play like. A cymbal rack and a bass drum and a tam tam is a gong. I'm making sure I save my rear end we, here because we, yeah, we won't yeah. talk about the difference between a tam tam and a gong yes. on the radio though. Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. yes. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, oh, so okay. I was the unlucky soul that volunteered to push the tam tam back to the practice field and back from the practice field to the band room, and we go downhill, and I had it behind me and was pulling it. And the Tam Tam started to go. <laughs> the um, the Tam Tam started to go a little faster than I did. And so my ankle got hit on the backside there. And I ended up falling again. <laughs> wow. And this time um, I ended up getting a little bit more hurt than, <laughs> than I did with the oh, music stand. Man. So I ended up scraping my knee all the pieces and mm. stuff but yeah, it's dangerous so, it's, I remember loading that one time taking the pit back up to the band room and we had this huge hill we had to go up and we were in this truck right this pickup truck the tailgate was down and you can fall off of a truck oh, yeah. very easily <laughs> mess yourself yeah. up pretty bad but yeah mm. well yeah. we had we had one guy when we were at um, they call it SMPA it's like our concert the state music assessment yeah and the percussionist we went back to the truck to load everything yeah and i think this was probably two years yeah this was probably two years ago or maybe last year we had a guy you know we're all still decked out in our tuxedos with the dress pants and everything and yeah. this one guy bends his leg to climb up into the truck and rips his pants oh, man. Down, all the way down the seam. Oh, wow. Ripped his pants. Yes. Like and we'll, SpongeBob. <laughs> yes. And nice. we still had to go. We he were going to the purpose. Gadsden Mall to eat after that. And oh. he didn't have a change. Of, the Gadsden Mall, by yeah, the way. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't have a change of pants or anything <laughs> with him. So what we did is he took his girlfriend's jacket, his girlfriend's bright pink jacket and tied it around him. Yeah, that made things better. Yes. Yeah, so we're walking around in the Gadsden Mall with him with a his pants ripped and a bright pink jacket wrapped around him and a tuxedo wow. just walking around. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs> Noah, I have thoroughly enjoyed having you here. Uh, I am so glad you know, we want to invite you to stay as long as you want to. Uh, we're going to be here till 4.30, but Man, yeah. that was a fantastic interview. Thank you for coming, man. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Thank you for spending time with us, and thank you for eating char burger with us. Oh yeah, that is an awesome. Burger. How was how was your char burger? It was with great. Uh, so this was, I was said it was your first time, right? Yes, it was. I've actually never had it. It was really good though. Will you be back? Yes. Awesome. That speaks that speaks to char burger. I'll speak to char burger a little bit too. I enjoy it every week. Uh, they're open from five thirty a.m. to eight p.m. Uh, Monday through Saturday, they're the home of the famous Targrill Wildcat Burger. They have scrumptious chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. 
Um, milkshakes. They have breakfast in the morning, and um, mm-hmm. um, they're located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69 Gunnersville. Their phone number is 256 505 Brad, I gotta call you out a little bit. That's that's that was weak. <laughs> 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 uh, if you're going, if you're going to represent Charburger the way they're supposed to be, <clears throat> yeah, that's Charburger. Like, Open five thirty a.m. to eight p.m. There you go. Monday through Saturday. <laughs> that's great. Home of the Here famous Chargrilled Wildcat Amen. Burger. Come Scrumptious on, somebody. Come fingers. on. Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Jumbo crispy onion. <laughs> Can I get an amen? Oh, oh, Thirty-eight forty-eight <laughs> Alabama Highway sixty-nine and Lord Jesus. <laughs> It just got weird in here. Hey, we want to hear the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in Halloween. Yeah. Trunk or treat, Halloween, whatever you do, we want to hear the craziest story, how it went down. Because this is the spookiest edition mm-hmm. of the Varsity this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, keep it family friendly. No no ghost stories and no, no, weird, no weirdness. Yeah. Uh, but, like, your craziest, like... If you and your friends went rolling somebody's yard and you got caught, like, stuff like that, like, you know, you were egging someone's house and you egged the wrong house. Worst, uh, you, worst treat you've ever got. Yeah, like an awkward <laughs> trick-or-treating moment. Like, I got a rock. Uh-huh. That, that was uh-huh. pretty bad. Hey, so listen. It wasn't one of those things just wrapped in that orange and brown, like, yeah. paper. Yes. That ju- it Peanut just butter and hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's basically it's, what it is. That's what Tim Hawkins says. Hey, uh, anyway, you call us. You say, why would I want to call? Because the one who gives us the best story wins two tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema. Two, count them, two. Two. And how do you win those? By telling us your story. 256-505-0885. Or start talking to us on our Facebook Live at At Varsity Radio Show. Okay. Y'all can begin to call in whenever you're ready. But while you do, we're going to talk about scores from last week's mm-hmm. football games. All right, last week's uh, football games, everybody in the studio, even our two guests, went 4-2, and two, except me, I went 2-4, and four, which is the worst record of anybody in one week this uh, yet. So with that said, I have dropped, not only lost my tie for first place, not only lost my tie for second place that I had for so long, but I'm in third place now. So Sorry. It's, so it's Seth, then Ricky, then uh, me, then Jameson. Uh, Welcome so, to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom half. The two biggest college football fans. <laughs> the bottom. Um, anyway, so our first pick this week is Stanford versus Washington. Stanford, they're both, uh, well, Stanford's 5-3, and three, Washington's 6-3. and three. Washington's favored by 9.5. Seth, who you got? Washington. How did Stanford do last week? I didn't get to watch. They choked. Um, they lost. Yep, that was one of my yeah. losses. Okay. Yeah. Is it my pick? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, I'm going with Washington uh, just for that reason. Stanford's had uh, ample opportunities to uh, capitalize on big games this year, and they've, they've been hit or miss. They've been so. tested three times, and their L column is three. So, well, they beat we Oregon. They did, didn't they? Yeah. And I mean, they, yeah, they, in like triple overtime. They've been kind of hit or miss. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and Washington has been consistent all uh, for the most part this year. Yeah. So Noah, who you got? Uh, I'm definitely going Washington, too. All right, and uh, I picked Washington, and so did Ricky. So that's that's all Washington. Next game is number twelve West Virginia, who's six and one um, at Texas, who's favored by two, ranked number fifteen. They're six and two, coming off of a, a three point loss to Oklahoma State. Mm. I'm taking West Virginia in this one, Jameson. 
man, I watched Texas play against Oklahoma State last week, and uh, they could not stop the pass to save their life. <laughs> uh, like you, it it was it was it was pretty rough. So I'm definitely going with West Virginia. Will Greer is a is a fantastic quarterback. He's been in the Heisman conversation uh, all all season long. Except and, there's two. Uh, I said he was in the conversation, not the winner. We know who is a quarterback, Seth. There are other quarterbacks in the country. But none is good. No. Anyway. no. But I think Will Greer and uh, that West Virginia offense is going to make Texas look shameful. So I'm picking the Mountaineers. Me too. Me definitely. And Noah, who you got? I've, I've got to agree with him. West Virginia is definitely going to be my pick. The quarterback's just been too good for them this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, West Virginia for Ricky as well. Next is number 14, Penn State. Uh, who's six and two, playing at the Big House? Number five, Michigan. Who's seven and one? Uh, Michigan's favored by ten in this game. Ricky has Michigan. Noah, who do you have? Michigan. Michigan and Seth. I'm gonna go Michigan. Last time I thought I should pick them, I didn't, and then I regretted it. So I'm going Michigan. You know, logic says to pick Michigan, but I hate Michigan, so I'm picking Penn State. All right, Penn State Jim for James. Harbaugh can go choke on his khakis. Wow. <laughs> wow. Some Just mighty strong real. words. All right. All right. Next game, we've got number six, Georgia, who's 7-1. and one. Who did you pick on that last one? I picked Michigan. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, number six, Georgia, who's 7-1, and one, uh, going into Kentucky's place. They're ranked number 11. They're 7-1. and one. Georgia's favored by 9.5. I'm taking Kentucky in this game. You know, I... Georgia struggled for most of that game last week against Florida. And um, they busted loose. They did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took them a whole half to do it. Um, Kentucky is for real. Like, this is not a fluke season. I, I believe they are for real. That defense is as good as any defense other than Alabama uh, in the SEC. Uh, I'm picking Kentucky. I, I just, you know, I don't feel like that's a crazy pick. They have given up a lot of points per game. Ricky was quick to point that out when I told him that the only game that we disagreed on was Georgia-Kentucky. He was like, well, how many points they allowed a game this season? Well, Ricky, we'll see who's right Saturday, Ricky. The only loss they have I'm is a going, very close overtime loss against A&M. So I'm, I'm just saying. I'm going Georgia, though. I am. I, I believe, I, I would like, to, I hope. This is one of those picks. I hope Kentucky wins because right. it's it'd be good for them to finally have. Can you imagine the how, season? How wild that the SEC East would get if this happens? I mean, as they... wild as those cats that can. <laughs> this is why, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> Noah. Who do you have? Um, I'm gonna pick Georgia. I mean. We can't forget that they did make it all the way to the national championship last year, and they've still retained a lot of that talent. I mean, they've still got that kicker with those awesome three-inch thick glasses. Yes. They're called Rex Specs, and I yes. wanted that child. <laughs> I mean, because I'm, he would wreck yeah. if he wasn't wearing Specs. I'm, I'm definitely with you. I wish Kentucky would win, but I just don't think they will. Uh, yeah, Georgia made it all the way to the championship, but not all the way to the trophy presentation. Mm. But they did win the conference. Fourth and twenty-six. Got to yes. remember that they did win the conference. For. No yes. one cares about the conference. I'm just, fourth, I'm just glad UCF is the actual national. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> I will roll tight. Um, yes. <laughs> we want UCF. Our, <laughs> next, our next game is uh, number twenty-five, Texas A&M, who's five and three, going into Jordan Hare against the uh, the. Mm, this uh, is hard. Favored mm-hmm. Auburn Tigers, who are five and three on the year now. 
So the game is at Auburn. It's in Jordan-Hare, yes. Yes. I'm taking Auburn in this game because they are the most inconsistently good, then bad, then good, then bad team. <laughs> that is so true. Like, yes. and they that have happens. miracles happen. <laughs> Yeah, so um, you know, uh, like Gus Malzahn getting a contract extension. That's no. <laughs> it's not gonna. I'm happen. gonna take <laughs> Muscalzahn. <laughs> I'm gonna take Auburn in this one. So uh, and Ricky, Ricky picked Auburn as well. So um, Noah, who do you have in this game? Um, I'm definitely gonna go with Auburn. I mean, I'm diehard orange and blue, but I really have to agree with you that they are very inconsistently good than bad than good. I mean, a lot like the loss to LSU. It's something that could have been really prevented, for sure. And I mean, they. I mean, you look at them. They won last week, but they played Ole Miss. I mean, not to hate on and the week the Ole Miss. That, fans. You can hate on Ole Miss. Yeah, okay. no, <laughs> yeah, the week before that, you know, they lost to Tennessee. So yes, no. we lo- we lost to Tennessee. Like, that was God, like three yeah. weeks ago. We can make fun of Ole Miss all a yeah. lot. Like, yeah. yeah, they uh they like to call themselves the Land Shark. You know, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish high school, so I'm not. Maybe I'm not the one to point this out. But uh, how many uh, sharks do you know that are on land? Swim on land? Uh, how many the ones in tornadoes? They don't. <laughs> I don't. That, that's not a thing. Sharknado. Sharknado. How shark. many movies are there there? Like four? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> one was the first one was too many for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jameson, who you got in this game? This is Man, a hard one. It's a little hard one because mm. it's like. Because A and M has been who's playing gonna legit. Who's going to be worse is basically who I'm. But I mean, it's at Jordan Hare. Hmm. Place where miracles I think I'm, happen. I think I'm going to. Yeah, no, that miracles one word. Dumb luck's another. Yeah. Um. There you go. <laughs> I guess I'll pick. I'll pick little brother. <laughs> I'm going to go Auburn too. I I want. I want to say A and M because I think they will win. Mm, they can, but it's at Auburn, mm. and like I said, crazy things happen there. Yeah, Just I mean crazy. Jordan Jordan Hare is a tough place to play, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't it play is. looking at all that orange and blue. I couldn't mm. play there neither. <laughs> all right, all right. Next game is number one undefeated eight and zero, the Alabama Crimson Tide versus number four LSU seven and one. And uh, Alabama's favored by 14 points. Like my friend Noah said, I could never pick against my team. I love the University of Alabama. I do think this will be the hardest game they play all year. This will be the game yeah. where we play all four quarters. <laughs> you think? Um, yeah, I think we will. At mm-hmm. least three and a half. Uh, no, I'm going to pick Alabama. I, I would not be surprised if this is a close game. Uh, maybe even low scoring. I, I mean, I really don't think it'll be a low scoring game, but I, I do think it, it could be close for a minute. Um, how healthy is Tua? Is what it depends on. I, I feel like he's healthy enough. Did yeah. you see how many throws he made against Tennessee? I mean, I, I mean, know. Granted, it was against Tennessee, but like, I don't care who you are. He's had a quote ankle procedure since the Tennessee game. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. So he's a game time decision. Yeah. Really? Pause. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Not joking. Tua or Jalen? Tua. Tua. Yeah, so Jalen could start Saturday. Yeah. But even if Tua or Jalen doesn't start, our third string quarterback is pretty darn cool. He's better too. than I thought so he was. Jalen's super like super good. We discount that because he last time we really saw him in a big game he didn't do so hot. But I, I believe in Jalen Hurts as well. Same. Noah, yeah. who do you have in this game? 
Uh, I'm gonna be the all ball and pick I LSU. Knew it. I okay. knew when you uh, said that you were true orange and blue, I knew you were gonna yeah. pick. Well, I mean, it's nothing against Alabama. <laughs> they are arguably the best team in the country right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no taking Especially that. Especially when two is going. Yes, there's no taking that number one spot from them. <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt even if they lose this game, they're going on to the championship. This is arguably one of the best teams they've had. Period. Mm-hmm. This is the best but, team they've played. Um, this is at LSU, is it not? It, it is. is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's in that not, Yes, you think about the how hard it is to play at LSU. And um, I know LSU got the running game going a good bit against us, against Auburn. If they can get that against Alabama's defensive line, I really think they could pull it out. But it'll for sure be a close game. Hmm. Awesome two of plays. Not close enough. Those are our uh, picks for this week. And um, hey, we're gonna go to a song. Yeah. Uh, you can still call in to if if nobody calls in this week, that's fine. We'll have more tickets for next week. But the phone number is two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. And then if you don't win tickets, that's okay. You can be a winner too by going to Charburger at two five six five zero five four seven two zero. They are open till 8 tonight, and they'll be open again at 5.30 in the morning, Monday through Saturday. Home of the famous char-grilled wildcat burger, chicken fingers, Philly cheese steaks, and jumbo crispy onion rings. 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. Hey. <laughs> hey. Awesome. Hey. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm doing great, Seth. How are you doing? We are fantastic. You know why we're fantastic? Because we are going to be doing some scores from the local area. Brad, give them the scores. They're from the local area high school games, not just scores from the local area. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Albertville, who is 5-4 on the season now, beat Sardis last Friday 35-7. They play Gunnersville at home this Friday the 9th. Arab is now one and eight on the season after losing to Madison Academy, thirty-eight to fourteen. They play North Jackson at home. Close game. Friday night, the second. Um, Asbury one and eight lost to Sandrock, forty-one to thirteen. Another uh, close one. They play at Southeastern uh, this Friday night, the second. Brindley Mountain, who is now zero and nine, was by last week. Uh, that's the closest game they've had so far. <laughs> at, at DAR. Um, that's a joke. I understand. Uh, at DAR this upcoming Friday night. <laughs> DAR is 6-3 and three on the season now. That's awesome. <laughs> they lost 36-35 by uh, to St. Paul uh, last no Friday. Patriots. They play uh, Brindley Mountain at home this Friday. Douglas is now 1-9 and nine, uh, upon completion of their season. They lost to Alexandria in their closer 54-6. Uh, Gunnersville is uh, three to five on the season. They lost to East Limestone thirty-one to zero last Friday night, and they play at what is it McCord Field at Aggie Stadium? Yeah, this Aggie Friday? Stadium at McCord yeah. Field. It's McCord Field at Aggie Stadium. I thought it was the other way. You around. say the field at the stadium. Wow. You don't say the stadiums yeah. at the field. It's going to be at the Aggie Stadium. The stadium, okay. is, <laughs> the stadium is in the field. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's, what, what, that's what you're thinking, that's but it's I the said. other way around. No. The field is in it's the stadium. It's how I want to say it. This is my show. Anyway, <laughs> that stadium that exists. No, it's not. No. <laughs> the big Gunnersville Albertville showdown is oh, going to yeah. happen. What, like the 102nd night. edition or something? Yeah, it's like a 102, 103. Mm-hmm. 102nd, 103rd. Yeah. Something. Football has not existed for 200 years. So. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all right. So um, so those are our scores. So go, go check yeah. out. This is most of these teams. Um, Last yeah. game upcoming. Yeah. Gunnersville has one more after this, but 
Yeah, if yeah. it's senior night for your school, go support those seniors. They work very yeah. hard. Uh, a lot of these guys have done this for four years. Uh, some maybe even five or six, depending on when they started, either band or in football. Like go our support boy Noah. those guys. Yeah. That sound means it's time for me to tell you where you can find us. And that a bird somewhere has a pituitary problem. <laughs> <Yes>. Anyway. <laughs> We are on Facebook, unofficial The Varsity Radio Show. We post our live stream there every Tuesday from 2.30 to 4.30, and that stays up. So all of our live streams are there. Um, next on Instagram, at... Under- I can't even say it right. At Varsity underscore radio underscore show. Um, you Come can, on, Brad! You can find us there. We update our listeners there uh, and our followers. So like us and follow us there. Twitter, at Varsity Radio 885. And iTunes and Google Play Podcasts, the Varsity Radio Show, you can go, if you're just missing us throughout the week or you missed the show for some unexcusable reason on Tuesday, then you can go listen to that. Unexcusable and giveable. I love that, Brad. You can go listen to that when it's not Tuesday. Uh, all of our shows are up on iTunes, and uh, we've just started doing Google Play, so we're excited about that. So yeah. now, if you have an Android or an iPhone, you can you can see that. That's um, so good. Next, we'd like to say one more thank you to our, our sponsors at the Charburger. They are so awesome. They're open 5.30 to 8. 5.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday. They have the famous Char Grilled Wildcat Burger. Make me believe it. Scrumptious Chicken Fingers. <laughs> Philly cheesesteaks and jumbo Christian, <laughs> Christian onion rings, crispy onion rings. <laughs> Christian uh, onion rings. Hallelujah. Christian crispy. Fried <laughs> in anointing oil. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> Holy oil. 3848 38, Alabama Highway, 69 Gunnersville. Go. Ch- uh, <laughs> this is one of the best shows ever. <laughs> Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Finish. Anyways, you got so this. They're there waiting on you, so uh, you can eat there if you want. They're awesome. <laughs> or have a bad day. It's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we want to see you back here next week. We are going to have Douglas in the studio with Kayla Walker and Peyton Cheek. Come back next week, 2.30 to 4.30, the Varsity Radio Show. Jameson, I'm waiting on you. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, you guys stay classy and uh, don't go changing. (laughs) There's a...